everyone. Welcome back to 23rd Mind TV. Yeah, it's been a while. And it's not that we've been uh, lazy or uh, just uh, hibernating. We've been very, very busy. It's just been a strange period of time where we simply haven't gotten around to making another episode. But now we have. And you are most welcome to 23rd Mind TV. Yeah, and for those who are listening in the Rendering Unpo Unconscious podcast stream who may not be familiar as to what 23rd Mind TV is, basically, we told our patrons over at Patreon that when we reached a certain amount, we would start making these TV episodes. So there is a video of this at YouTube as well, if you want to follow along there. Um, we do show things, so it might be worth your while. Um, yeah, and so now we have 23rd Mind TV and we talk about all the different projects we're involved in and what's going on currently, as well as what our friends are doing, because we have so many amazing creative friends that are also doing amazing things. But this episode, we're going to focus on us because we have a lot going on and it's been a while. And then next time we'll start showcasing some more of what our friends are doing again. Yeah, because we have been receiving a lot of wonderful things and we really want to highlight and promote uh, the stuff that our friends put out because it's amazing stuff. But as Vanessa said, uh, we have been very, very busy and um, the biggest thing that's going on right now is a crowdfunder campaign for a project that's been going on for a while called An Art Apart. And it's basically... A series of, of uh, documentary films that I started shooting in 2013 uh, and it has some amazing people I'll, I'll uh, give you a hint in a little while uh, when I started that it was what this kind of uh, youthful documentarian zest uh, wanting to do as much as possible and I did I, sh I traveled around and I shot a lot I met a lot of wonderful artists um, and um, unfortunately, my uh, project partner at the time, my best friend, Henrik Möll, uh, he died when we had just gotten started. And that created a kind of, um, I don't know, deflation in a way uh, in the project. But I decided to carry on thanks to friends being supportive and, you know, just um, realizing that the project has a real value in itself um, because it allows for wonderful groundbreaking artists to actually talk and, you know, talk and finish their sentences and talk about their work process and their creative process. It's just very interesting stuff. What happened though, is that I shot so much that I basically got a little tired uh, and uh, I have, let, let me recap to give you an idea of, of who's in this series. Uh, Vicky Bennett, People Like Us, Gustav Broms, uh, Charles Gatewood, Genesis Briar Peoridge, Kenneth Anger, um, and uh, Carl Michael von Hauswolf, Angela Edwards, M.V. Carbon, John Duncan, Gia Files, Michael Giray, Mark McLeod, Val Denham, and little Annie Bandez. So, there are a lot of films and five of those I have finished. They're finished. They're out there. They are online. They've been in cinemas. They've been streaming. They've been released on DVD, etc. So the project uh, had a great momentum. And then I was sort of uh, focusing on other things because it became a little bit too much to work only with this. However, now we are going to reboot this uh, with new momentum and wrap this up, not only by making a 
kind of a best of film with snippets from all of these films, all of these voices, but also to make a book. So it's it's called Another Part Number One. It's going to be a, like a one hour film, compilation film, and a book with all of the interviews in their full length also including uh, uh, rare, never-before-published interviews with Joe Coleman, Alison Blickle, and J.G. Thurlwell. So it's a kind of a massive project, and that's why we made a crowdfunder, need some funds to get this going because of outsourced costs and simply time to work. That's the most important thing. Uh, I need time to work on these uh, projects, you know, yeah, and actually mentioning Henrik, it's a perfect time to be launching it because tomorrow is Henrik's birthday, Valentine's yeah. Day. So thank you, Henrik. Yeah, thank you, Henrik. Every Trapar film, as uh, most of you know, uh, each Trapar film is dedicated to the loving memory of Henrik Möll. And that will, of course, continue also with this film and coming films. But basically, it's... it's um, I love this project. It is sometimes a headache because it's massive, uh, but it's worth the while because uh, the basic feedback that I've been getting from people is that it's inspirational. Each film, each voice, it's inspiring to take part of because uh, it displays artists and their wonderful creative minds um, really you know, juggling with problems or challenges, but at the same time also uh, you get a little peek into their minds and what, what they're really about, what makes them tick, what makes them feel motivated to work. And that I uh, hear and also feel myself is very inspiring for, for uh, it's inspiring to take part of. That's why this project needs a reboot and make this uh, an art apart film. And later on the films, the rest of the films, but also this book, it will be a great book and a great film. And uh, maybe we should take a look at the trailer we made so you can see for yourself what it's about. Take a look. To reboot my ambitious documentary series, An Art Apart, I am preparing one film and one book. The film will be a best of an art apart, and the book will contain all of these interviews in their full glory, and more. To do this, I need your support to cover the costs of post-production, like sound mixing and color grading, and simply time to wrap all of this up. When that's in place, a really great film and a really great book will see the light of day. Thank you for making this happen together with me. So, who's in the project? Take a look. Well, I have a particular uh, secret strength, which I don't discuss, <laughs> that uh, no one else possesses. And that strength, I guess, it comes from a kind of uh, maniacal solipsism that I've developed as probably as a defense uh, mechanism over the years, but it's a place I can go to where I know the kind of uh, core of being rests. And it's, it's <laughs> that's the place I could go to always. And uh, maybe that's, I don't know what that says, but, and what does that have to do with sound and what I do and what I make and what I write, but I've never said that to anybody before. Mm -hmm. 
I found myself really attracted to kind of the kind of minor melodies, you know, minor songs. And then um, my father um, took me to the record store and, and took me, got me Mighty Clouds of Joy and turned me on to gospel. And that, that was a profound, that was really profound. Those harmonies just blew my mind, you know. It really caught the spirit. <laughs> like, I have an idea or I have an impulse to do something and then I'm in charge, I, I'm in control of the situation. But as soon as you start, something pulls the rug under your feet and you become the slave of the project. I can very much um, say that my work is uh, not projected uh, on myself. Um, it's not about me. It's kind of, it's, it's to prove that you exist, even though you know that one day you're not going to exist. You're going to be dead, no longer here, but whatever you, you know, your cave painting of that buffalo or whatever uh, remains for all time. Yeah, and that's very powerful. A very powerful thing but the urge to create is probably for the same reason I create which is to um, to get things out of yourself to to um, to exercise things from from your yourself kind of magically in a way that you are you're putting something in something else you know I put this in there and it stays there it's locked in there you know Putting people and myself in a situation that um, makes us feel vulnerable is not an attack. It's not a way of, uh, it's, it's not a form of torture. It's a, it's a form of um, Setting up a moment to see what will happen. I don't want to make work for the sake of shocking people. I think that's a really important aspect to make clear. Especially when you're doing things like I've done cutting rituals, I've done things that use like sexuality or blood and masturbation with nails and things, but I don't I feel like a lot of my work is valid because I don't just do it to shock or to titillate. And so I just saw it sitting there unused for long periods of time. So, and there was a couple of rolls of film that were going to expire. So I said, well, I want to try something with those two rolls of film. And uh, that's when I began, and I was eight years old. And I've been making films ever since. And also I do notice that when I am troubled or upset, you know, it does go into my artwork. I mean, I have drawings that uh, I've done after I've broken up with someone or uh, after someone died that I knew. So, I mean, even though they may not resemble anything of that person at the moment, when I'm drawing it, I, I could go back to it years later and be like, oh shit, you know, like, that, that's totally telling a story right there. And, but I was just drawing it blindly. I didn't really realize it was dealing with that topic at the time. And I didn't drift into it. I knew what I wanted to do from the first minute. And that's what I did. Um, and if nobody gave me work one week, I would go out and shoot for myself because there was all, it was the 60s. There were peace marches and women's lib and, you know, um, hard hats trying to beat up the hippies. And, oh, it was magical. 
there was I never had to think for a minute what I wanted to photograph. It was all there. Just I felt like a kid in a candy store. So many people I've talked to have been like, "Oh, I don't know how to play music," and I just think, "Well, do you want to play music? Because if you want to, you can. Anything is music. A voice is music. Um, tossing some coins on the ground is music. So it's just." breaking beyond those confines, which a lot of people have a problem with. And I think it's sad because um, that's why a lot of people are complacent and accept the things that they're given when they could really go way beyond that if they just believe that what they're taught is not the truth. Uh, I think if I knew how to manufacture a response, um, I wouldn't be doing what I do because I think that's a completely different way of doing things. I, I have no idea um, about that world of doing things that other people would like. I do things that people I know would like, hence people like us. And um, so if they're people that I know would like things a certain way, then I'll do it my way. Um, I think psychedelic art's very much what I'm explaining to you, which is a, an effort to find some way of supporting this miraculous event that you've been involved in. And so then when it's done after the event, it's a kind of document or a mapping of the flora and fauna you uh, encountered. I guess one of the main themes is change itself the the question that completely obsesses me all the time is are human beings capable of actually changing their behavior and if they're not then obviously we're doomed as a species and as Brian Geisen would say we're just clever rats Yeah, that was the uh, another part number one crowdfunder trailer. If you can, go to the uh, crowdfunder at Indiegogo. Uh, the link is in the text uh, below this um, recording. And you can uh, support on, you know, with a little or a lot. That's really up to you. Every little helps. Thank you very much for supporting this. And you have uh, several perks, gifts, etc. Just uh, read about it at the Indiegogo page. Thank I think we should talk about it. Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, because they're great. And they're rare things that people really can't get yeah. anywhere else besides through you absolutely the the main thing is of course that when you support this film and project you will get a you know thank you in the book you get a thank you in the film you get to watch the film for free of course um but then there are also other things like um uh, most of you know that I enjoy uh, photography and uh, always take a lot of pictures. So there are some nice portraits of these people. Um, and um, I'm sort of offering, uh, depending on which level you're at, one portrait or three portraits or a full set of portraits all signed, uh, signed by me. And that's a unique way of... Um, acquiring some, I would say, pretty nice portraits of very nice people. So that's one thing. And then, of course, if you get slightly higher up, you will be credited as a producer, as an executive producer, with listings at um, the International Movie Database. Uh, so you'll be visible there. And then, of course, for um, 
the highest level, you can also get like a one hour hangout with me. where You can ask me questions about the, the film project or anything else that you want to talk about. Um, and we're also including a little bundle of like rare and out of print to part memorabilia. Absolutely. There's a lot of that. And I think that um, it will be uh, totally worth the while because we, we aim to put in a lot of things in those bundle gifts mm -hmm. packages. Yeah, and we can also link in the text accompanying this show um, links to the other films that have already been done so you yeah. can see what they're like because you've already finished the one about Genesis and Gustav Brahms and Vicky Bennett, people like us. Charles Gatewood. Charles Gatewood. Mm -hmm. You have one of Freddie Vodling also. And Kenneth Anger. So we could put links to that. They're all at Carl's Vimeo so you can see them as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I feel very uh, enthused, uh, filled with a positive energy about this because it's high time to reboot this project. And with your help, uh, it will be totally possible and you will be um, rewarded for it. And people will be inspired because they will see all these wonderful, wonderful people uh, talking about their uh, art, basically. Yeah. And I must say, I really did get inspired. Carl put together the trailer for the crowdfunding yesterday or the day before yesterday. And just from watching it, I've been making collages like crazy. I've made like mm -hmm. six collages yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And I was in a kind of a slump uh, as far as being creative in that way. So it really gave me a boost. Yeah. And that's completely the idea because uh, there are different people in, in, um, in the bag, so to speak, you know, there are uh, people who paint visual artists, there are musicians, uh, there are writers, sound artists, uh, editors. And the thing is that, you know, there is kind of a red thread in all of their creativity and that's to juggle and face what they have, whether it's, you know, problematic issues or triumphant feelings, just work with everything you have and make something unique out of it. So they, there is that kind of proto-creative red thread that I love. And that's the reason why I'm working so hard with these uh, things. And I could, we could perhaps also mention a similar kind of project that just manifested also on Trapar Books, which is the book Different People, where I anthologized, just like I am going to do with the Unart Apart uh, people. Uh, Different People is a book that anthologizes a lot of interesting people in the same ways, like writers and editors, photographers, filmmakers. Um, from slightly earlier on, from before an art of part times when I was working as a freelance journalist and met all these uh, wonderful people. And it's the same thing there as the interview in full and there's a photographic portrait and uh, that book is available now. Uh, so basically I'm just carrying on in the same uh, um, energy in a way meeting people I love and then sharing the experience with other people because I know that the meeting in itself and the documentation is inspiring. Maybe you could say a little bit about some of the people in different people. Yeah, absolutely. There's, um, you know, uh, photographers like... Um, uh, June Newton, who talks about her life and work with Helmut Newton, uh, Ralph Gibson, Peter Beard, um, Charles uh, Gatewood, and then there are some psychedelic uh, pioneers or uh, psychonauts like Ralph Metzner, Mark McLeod, uh, and there are uh, just uh, Conrad Rooks, the filmmaker, and yeah, there's uh, Anton Corbin. Anton Corbin, let's not forget Anton Corbin, talking in a very uh, you know intimate conversation about his work with uh, Joy Division and making the film Control, for instance. Um, 
yeah, that's just like Stellark, of course. How could we forget? And his incredible machinations, um, and sort of basically groundbreaking artists who affect our culture. That's really what this is all about, you know, sharing their points of view and their processes, uh, to see um, beyond the actual product to see beyond the manifestation of what they've done um, and I find that very interesting to sort of scratch the surface and see what's going on in these people and it's, it's uh, sometimes you find very many common denominators and um, uh, in other cases they're kind of disparate but they're still fiercely creative and that's the you know the, the key important thing. Yeah, and maybe from that, we can mention the book that I had come out in November, Scansion and Psychoanalysis and Art, The Cut and Creation, because a lot of these artists are in there as well. Yeah. I did my own kind of take <laughs> on it, where I followed different artists throughout history, um, but it reminded me of it because Stellark is in there, Peter Beer, Genesis, um, people like us, Charlotte yeah. Rogers, a lot of uh, our friends and favorite people and inspirations um, from the past or in that book and it talks about kind of psychoanalytic theories and psychoanalytic ideas by using these different artists it's kind of a catapult to talk about uh, psychoanalytic thought mm -hmm. so hopefully that book is interesting for psychoanalysts and that that will um, learn about artists they may not have known of and then hopefully it's also interesting for people who like the artists i wrote it in a really accessible way like pretty jargon free so that anybody even if you're not familiar with psychoanalysis can pick it up and read it so that way people that are interested in the artists might learn a little bit about psychoanalytic theory yeah no it's a great book highly 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 recommended um and yeah, so basically we're, we're uh, offering uh, <laughs> interesting people uh, to you uh, and we love doing that. So thank you for supporting that uh, with, in the crowdfunder, in our Patreon and all these things. It's, um, um, we highly appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and there are uh, some other things too. I mean, uh, we have been actually been so busy and fervent that we uh, sometimes forget what it is that we're doing. Uh, in, for instance, there have been a couple of musical releases too that you, you should probably talk about a little bit. Yeah, um, one physical and one digital. So the physical release is called Future Moon and it comes in this awesome box set. It's my vocals mixed by Jillian Lucas and Damages. This is them. And it comes with these great photos um, of me and Jillian. And um, it comes with a CD and every piece comes with a unique collage. So this is one, for example, uh, that I made. So those are available through the Tripart store. And then also um, a close friend of mine was killed in November and I ended up making a lot of collage portraits of her and um, I recorded the cut-ups that were in the collage portraits and set them to some of Carl's music and made an album dedicated to her called Pathways of the Heart. And that's up at our band camp. So you can check that out there. Mm -hmm. A vehicle who comprehended the key, which means mental, is from the accumulation of energy that must 
previous, outrageous though it is. Look, I am a master now. The two act as one. This they did with a will. But the further down they dug, four brothers set to work at once. Then we will dig you out, said her father, and bade decode my work. Ring for a moment. I don't write that way. Individual and I is won't. Thee. One of the ten sentences to translate relaxed atmosphere and how he usually should enter it up. Expert on new fluid find out meditation focus. I was just mantric techniques. This is Austin Osman partly I was scared developed as somebody of an I confess. My fifteen years you know of service what a small town to the corporation to and by I may justifiably say I have never before he tallied so charged residual secretions form the direct and vaginals they desire never of the ideal true for the and also of music a highly visually Stones were arriving just creativity for the many sand spheres of an election where the previous and the decadent period it runs out literary change and literal coexistence when I die moving faster here than we anticipated maybe someone will try to procedural exception because to another trial was among divisions within each attorneys asked for a this variation indicates we think that long norms than the scholarly should be established the anthology I was struck by was accessible their treasures to be stored how direct the people good as a whole to deal believe poetry that a miracle would save try and succeed Hell, believe me, for Jessica, with all my love. Yeah, and also with the, the projects that have sold out, I mean, the physical objects have sold out, the, the records themselves or the albums themselves, the, they are available on our band camps. You can always go there and listen to them. Uh, most of them are available on Spotify, but we're sort of lagging behind a little bit. We'll, we'll catch up soon. But our band camp is the best go-to place for taking you know, part of our music, listening to our music. Um, and then speaking of audio, for those of you who have been in the Rendering Unconscious podcast stream for a while, you heard Carl's series of Radio Mega Golem episodes. Oh, so yeah. now the Mega Golem <laughs> is in book form. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's a great step forward in this sort of 
magical project of uh, this being that first really did not exist and then was created from scratch, uh, invisible, inaudible, you know, intangible in a way, but still a living uh, being created by art that I made, Vanessa made, uh, other people made, sent in, sometimes not even telling us what it is. Uh, in terms of, you know, the physiognomy of the mega golem being. Uh, but this book is a beautiful um, uh, anthology of initial writings on the mega golem and also transcriptions of all the episodes the, the, so far of Radio Mega Golem, which is my favorite radio show. Uh, and Vanessa's beautiful collages in, in this uh, book that sort of summarizes the... Uh, spirit, the spirit of the Mega Golem in a very, very actually tangible way. And this book has been met with, um, uh, you know, uh, great feedback because uh, it's not that I've made it tangible. Of course, this is tangible. The Mega Golem is still at large and we don't know where he or she is. Um, but this is a great introduction to what the hell is going on. Sometimes we don't know either, but this is a first step in trying to understand what the Mega Golem magical being actually is. It's it's um, a wonderful little uh, book. I yeah, and love it. <laughs> it's exciting for me because it's the first time that my collages have been used as illustrations yeah. for a book. Yeah, no, and they're fantastic. You know, they're really fantastic. And um, there will be more of this uh, kind of uh, anthologizing of Vanessa's art also because it's uh, wonderful and it reproduces really well. Really well. And uh, then some other, I think I'm just trying to think of, of what I've been doing. Of course, the, the, um, series of uh, Fenris Wolf reissues. Uh, we're almost done. Uh, the most recent ones are number six and number eight. They're big, fat, nice, and lovely volumes filled with uh, magical anthropology and all the things that we love, magic and psychedelics. And it's just... Um, uh, occultural bliss, uh, smorgasbord of occultural delightment, as I call it. And uh, we only there's only number nine left now for us to reissue, and that will happen uh, soon. And then, of course, we'll move on into the second series. Now we have 10 issues of uh, The Fenris Wolf, and that means that we're heading into new territory in the second series of The Fenris Wolf uh, Adventure. And we'll be, of course, talking more about that as um, it progresses. But... Yeah, and in the meantime, before Fenris 9 comes out in paperback form reissued, there are still a few, like four or five yeah. left of the original hardbound. Mm. And that comes with a limited edition print of the cover art by Val Denham. Yeah. Um, and I bet I could actually show that to you. Mm -hmm. No, it's an I have it right here. No, it's an amazing, amazing uh, book and print and so few left. Look at that. So the print is a reproduction of uh, Val's Venus Castina uh, painting and um, very few copies uh, still exist of, of this particular edition. So get that uh, before it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. And then so Fenris of 1 through 10 is in existence and then number 11 is going to be the collected papers from our last conference which was rewriting the future 100 years of esoteric modernism and psychoanalysis so that'll be coming out later this year yeah absolutely and, and the, as we said that will be the first volume of the second 
I don't know, Tennis Wolf series or something, just to, to celebrate something, the transcendence of the 10. Yeah. yeah, so basically that's what we've been doing. I'm sure we've forgotten a lot of things uh, because we have been quite, quite busy. But we'll catch up next time. And of course, what we will do, what we promise to do in the next episode is catch up with all the beautiful stuff that we've received from our friends, our creative friends out there. Yeah, and of course, I've still been doing Rendering Unconscious yeah. podcast. Um, we hit 100 episodes I don't know, maybe in August or so. Um, but yeah, now we're at 128. So that's good. Yeah, impressive. And you'll find information about uh, all of these things in the text that accompanies this um, this episode. So I think that that's it for now. Let's uh, keep it short and sweet. And uh, we hope that you're fine and healthy and happy and that you'll keep watching uh, 23rd Mind TV. And also, uh, please take a look at the current crowdfunder campaign for the Anarda Part project. It's a very worthwhile project and we love it. And it's inspiring other people and it gives artists a chance to uh, talk at length about their creative processes. Uh, you will love that. So take a look at that uh, crowdfunder campaign. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye.